It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott, and we are a couple days away from the NBA trade deadline we're going to talk about some wizards news with the wizards turning down four second round picks for tyus jones and also some interesting kyle kuzma news let's get to it you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. So the news that came out, um, this is from uh, HP Basketball. And a lot of people came up with this report as well. Um, HP Basketball on Twitter, Hardwood Paroxum with uh, Action Network. His name is Matt Moore, NBA writer for Action Network HQ. Uh, he also does the Locked On Nuggets podcast as well. And uh, his his article says about Tyus Jones, but the name, quote, but the name with the most interesting player most likely to be traded is point guard Tyus Jones. Jones is on a $14 million expiring contract, and last summer sources said he was looking for starter money wherever he wound up, but most teams are specifically interested in his value as a reserve. The Wizards' offer threshold continues to stay at a first-rounder. The Minnesota Timberwolves, two sources said, offered four second-rounders for Tyus Jones, but Washington held the line. The Timberwolves have big point guard decisions coming up with Mike Conley becoming a free agent this summer at age 36. Tyus Jones will be a perfect fit for Minnesota as a backup, but is he ready to return to Minnesota? And will they want him to take the reins as their starter? Jones' free agency preferences will influence any trade in a big way, end quote. So uh, what are your thoughts on the Wizards turning down four second-round picks for Tyus Jones? Well, I guess they didn't want to own the rest of the second-round picks in the NBA because we got the rest (laughs) of them. So um, I'm not very surprised, to be honest with you, that the Timberwolves didn't um, really strike on this trade proposal because number one you don't know if he wants to stay the long term and it's really tough to trade a first round pick for a guy who you know is going to be a rental pretty much for the playoff run so i get that um you know if you look at the go bear trade i mean obviously their coffers a little are hurting right now it's first round pick so that's another reason they may be hesitant to move a first round pick for a rental so yeah i mean i'm not very surprised as far as the perspective of the minnesota t wolves because again not many teams unless 
the commodity has got that much value. They're, they're not going to flip a first-round pick for a guy who may not even be there next year. So I get that. Um, looking at it from the Wizards' perspective, I get it. They're they're aiming high. You know, the, the whole second-round pick, and um, they're definitely aiming high for what they want to get in return. But I think eventually they're waiting to mark it out, but eventually they're going to take the deal that they need to take. Because And, you know, right now you see, you know, with the deadline coming up in a few days, um, you see a lot of reports here and there, you know, reports that – he might be traded. He may not get traded. He may stay here. You know, so there's going to be a lot of conflict and stuff, but I think he will be moved. He does have value. He showed that he can't start. He can't be a spot starter. But we both said, E, um, is he a guy that is a long-term solution to most contending teams? No. Now, I can see him being here long-term because he he plays. He does his job well. He's played well being a starter, and he could be a good floor general for a rebounding team or rebuilding team. So I wouldn't mind it, but that's the thing. You know, um, not many teams are looking at ties to be the guy. They want him to be the, you know, a the second unit point guard who, if need be, can come in and start. So I'm not very surprised. I think they're going to eventually lower down their standards when you know what they expect to get in return for most of these trades because I, I think Kyle Kuzma is your best chance to get a first round pick, but they ain't gonna be two. I mean, Tyus, you're probably looking at a young player. I mean, and here's the thing, you know, if you're looking at young guys who are rookies now or even in their second year. In, in, in a lot of deals, you're con- they're constituted as a first-round pick. So we were talking about the um, – and I can't think of his first name, but um, G League player, um, last name Miller. You know, you know you know who I'm talking about. Um, that's a guy that I would love us to pick up. Maybe even flip Tyus and Johnny Davis because, you know, we, we would talk a lot about Johnny Davis, him not being part of the future. Maybe trade a G Leaguer for a G Leaguer, but get a young prospect. You know, um, I get them trying to – I get to try to get all the picks they can, but young prospects can be like picks. You know, especially when they're early on in a rookie scale contract. So I would definitely try to get a young player. You're not gonna get the you're not gonna get the house for Ty's Jones. And that's what it is, man. You know, you're just not gonna get a lot. Um, can we kind of overvalue? Yeah, we we've already kind of touched base on that. Um, so I think eventually they're gonna settle for what deal they can get, which most of these deals that I see us getting are gonna be for young players. And you may get a first round pick, you may get a couple seconds, but I don't see us getting a significant return for Ty's. So I'm not surprised he and but I think that they could still be a good trade partner, in my opinion. But for second rounders, I mean, here's the thing, um, real quick. We could still package these second rounders and eventually go get first round picks or trade back into the first round. Or you, you still be savvy. So uh, we'll see. Maybe they take that deal. Maybe they, maybe that's the best that they can get and they take it. But it's, in my opinion, it's not a bad deal for ties. But if they're going to wait around for a first, they may be waiting for a while. Yeah, I think four second round picks is, and there's a there's another report from Jake Fisher also saying that rival exec- executives believe the Wizards will be willing to trade Tyus Jones for multiple second round picks. Yeah, per uh, Jake Fisher, Washington, Washington's original asking price for Jones was a first round pick. So I mean, they're they're doing what they're supposed to do as GMs. They're yeah. supposed to play hardball. You know, you're supposed to, you know, things things may change by the deadline. They may cave yeah. in because it's a contract year for him. And like you said, he's a rental for other teams, and you know they they have to make a move, you know, because I don't see them bringing him back. I don't see them bringing him back on another contract. You know, even though I like a lot of the things that Tyus has done, I think he's a, a professional point guard. I think he's he is. I think he's a good starter in this league. He's not the top of the line. He's not a top of the line starting point guard, but he's definitely a starter on a playoff team, I believe, or even a really 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 good backup. I think he would be the best backup point guard in the league if he was a backup. Like he was last year, but um, he's done some good things. You know, he gets guys involved. You know, assist turnover ratio, all that stuff. We already talked about it so much. But four second round picks, 
Um, I know you talked about Leonard Miller as well. I don't know if he was involved in the trade talks. You know, that, that could be enticing him and um, another player to match salaries for, for Tyus Jones. I think that's an, he's an intriguing prospect for sure on the uh, Timberwolves. But, um, yeah, four second-round picks, it, it's, it sounds about right, right. And I think other teams are playing hardball as well. It's still in the negotiation period, but I think when it gets to February 7th or the day of, one team is going to cave in. I mean, the yeah. Sixers is another team that you don't want to sleep on. You know, they're, they're a team that's still out there. There's so many teams that are interested. Like, the Lakers are still interested. Um, you know, we thought the Heat were, but the Heat were, but they ended up trading for uh, Terry Rozier, so he's he most likely he's going to be out of it. And the Timberwolves have, you know, familiarity with Tyus Jones because, you know, he was there a couple years ago. I know it was probably three or four years ago. But, um, yeah, four second-round picks. That might be what they end up getting if teams are playing hardball. They don't get anything else. If they can't get that first-round pick, that might be what they get. Now, that is better than some of the trades they made. Like, they traded Monte Morris. They only got one second-round pick for him. Yeah, You know, so you get four seconds. Once again, like you said, we're stockpiling the seconds. They're going to have the most seconds in the the history of the game of basketball. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's progress. I think, like, also, like you said, Kyle Kuzma is the only guy that really may get you a first. That that is definitely going to get you a first. But Tyus, Tyus has played well. I I think his value has gone up since he's gotten here. And uh, four second round picks kind of kind of sounds about right. I mean, you see what the you, you got to see what the Sixers are offering. Uh, what are the Lakers offering? The Lakers don't have a lot of picks to really give up either. Um, you know, if they give up a first, it's going to be way down the line. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up just getting four second round picks and then two young guys, two young prospects. I think that kind of makes sense for Tyus Jones. So I, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't get my hopes up for a first round pick. No, no. Nah, nah, I mean, you know, that's why I said they're going to be waiting for a while because mm-hmm. realistically, Kyle Kuzma is going to be probably the only guy I see that can get us a first round pick. And it's going to be one, not two. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, I, I get it. Swing for the fences. I get that. And I agree with that. You know, as a GM, you definitely go high. It's a new, it's, man, let's how you negotiate. Right. You always go high. So and then you bring down and you meet in the middle. So they're doing what they, they're supposed to do. So it's, it's you know. And I, I definitely believe in this front office. You're going to make the, the necessary moves at the deadline. But uh, Tyus, you're not going to get a lot. I mean, you're not going to get for you know. You may get a young player in in, in a couple. You know, it just it is what it is. Um, and I, you know, like you said, I definitely believe he can definitely run a playoff team. You know, but you know, here's the thing though. You know, if I'm giving him a first round pick, you got to have this guy for the future. And a lot of teams are hesitant to move first round picks, especially within the next two to three years for a guy who may not be on the team in three months. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, it's, it's intriguing because we're getting there, man. Look, two days and some change. We'll be at the deadline, man. So a lot, lot of unfolding pieces, man. But, you know, going back to Tyus, I think that's probably the best move you're going to get is uh, four second-round picks. And, again, you know, you can st- stockpile these picks and, and you know, package them together, get another first-round pick. You know, they give some leeway. And so I think that's something that we always haven't had. And I said this all year long. We have options, so it gives us options. So I think you know if you get that that trade in the next couple of days, you get that proposal, man. You got to say yes because the four second round picks is better than you know what I mean. Because you're mm-hmm. not gonna better get first. Yeah, it's better than nothing. So I say go ahead and take it. Yeah, and, and they're uh, they're playing hardball. That, that, like like we keep saying, that's what you're supposed to like. Who's yeah. the two second round picks report? And I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, two first round picks. And they wanted a deal better than Pascal Siakam. They're starting to pull back <laughs> on that. They're starting to lower 
their uh, expectations and their requirements yeah. on that. So we're going to get to Kuzma next and some interesting news that Woj reported about Kyle Kuzma. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a, t- score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, uh, my picks for the Super, for Super Bowl Sunday, uh, I would definitely get Travis Kelsey. I would definitely bet on him to get a touchdown. I'm going to look at the odds of that on that really quickly. Um, the NFL, you know, they're about making money. They, they do want to show Taylor Swift on the screen for <laughs> sure. And uh, an easy way for her to be shown on the screen would obviously be by Travis Kelsey getting a touchdown. So he is plus 100 to get a touchdown, anytime touchdown score. Um, you might even want to sprinkle in him being the first uh, t- first touchdown score because he was the first touchdown score against the Ravens as well. He's at plus 800 for first touchdown score. So that would make sense. It's really between him and McCaffrey. McCaffrey, you could do a parlay of McCaffrey minus 220 and Travis Kelsey a plus 100 for anytime touchdown scores. That equals out to plus 188. So that's just a simple, simple one right there that I might throw in. So, and then also the NBA trade deadline is coming up, guys. It's fast approaching. The Locked On Fantasy Basketball is your place for live reaction Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Basketball on YouTube today so you don't miss Josh Lloyd breaking out every NBA trade with analysis and insight you can only get from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So let's get to these interesting reports. From Woj, so Woj speaks. You respect it. You kind of just listen to what he has to say, even if it is somewhat outlandish. If it's something that you don't really want to believe, and this is kind of something that I'm not going to say I don't want to believe it, but yeah, it is you know interesting because we just heard so so much stuff, and and <laughs> you know we talked about this before we uh, started recording, you know, just really during the day, but um, that it could be smoke and mirrors. But I'll, I'll read the article here from from Woj, and he, he Woj said this on his podcast as well. So Woj said, Kyle Kuzma in Washington, they are not trying to trade him. He's happy. Listen, they love Kyle Kuzma. He really likes that organization. Signed that extension this summer. He loves being in D.C. He's not angling to get out of there. So that's what Woj said. So we'll talk about that first. What are your thoughts on that from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski? Ain't that cute? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll say this, man. I'm going to try to look at it from both perspectives. Um, I'm a big Kyle Kuzma fan, especially – I wasn't a big fan of him in uh, L.A., but once he came to D.C., really changed who he was as a player, became a complete player, became a leader. Um, big fan of him. Um, I wouldn't mind him being here long term if we weren't a rebuilding team. I mean, that, that's the thing, man. Um, if you retain Kyle Kuzma, now you can use the whole leadership thing, man. But for twenty, for the amount of money that you're – I mean, yeah, it's a team-friendly deal, but still, 
I, if you if you're serious about doing a, a full rebuild, you trade him. You know, and you know the, the mo with the front office was a full rebuild, breaking it all down, and building it back up. Now, if you retain him, then you're kind of still building in the middle. And you know, and I get it. You know, within the next two, maybe three years, you may not be concerned with how much money is on the salary cap because we're rebuilding. But still, I mean, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Kyle Kuzma fan, man. I like him here. I mean, he's been good leader. Um, I've enjoyed watching him in his uniform. But I fully expected a full rebuild. And to me, every veteran needs to go. And if there's a couple young guys that are getting calls, then you might have to move them too. It's a full rebuild because if we're still trying to build from the middle, then we should have just kept Bradley Bill and KP in the Wizards uniform, in my opinion. You know, I, I want to build from the middle. I, I, I fully expect that every veteran on this team should be moved to the deadline. And in the second half of the season, should be fully devoted to evaluating these young guys, especially Denny, especially Bilal, especially Kispert, and see what they can do as starters and go from there. But, you know, so and that, that's kind of where I'm at, man. Um, Because, like I said, I enjoyed him here. I'm a big fan. I mean, same thing with Tyus Jones. I mean, if we were not in year one of a rebuild, love him to be here. You know, both of those guys would love them to be here. Same thing with Gav. I mean, list goes on. You know, Gav, I'm a big fan. He's my favorite wizard on the team currently. But here's the thing. You get a deal that is too good to pass up, make that move because you're rebuilding. You know, so I that that's where I'm at. E. Um, I I think that the best course of action is to move him. I don't think the value is gonna get any higher than this right now. Now you can hold on to him, use him as a, a leadership guy. Because after this year, he had three years, so you can get away with that. So I'm not gonna be upset if he stays, obviously, because you know I enjoy him being here. But if they're serious about rebuilding his team in a full capacity, then they need to go ahead and move. In my opinion, you need to move all the vets and go from there. I mean, heck, you know, I mean, Haslam. I mean, when's the last time before Haslam was hired? When's the last time he actually played some basketball? And I mean, he was literally just a coach, you know, for a, for a minute, you know, probably the last five years of his career. So you can go get a leadership guy that doesn't have to play the significant minutes. So if, if leadership is what you're looking for for a rebuilding team, and he's a great leader, but in my humble opinion, e if you're serious about a full rebuild, move him and go from there. Yeah, I, I think um, I think. Kyle Kuzma, I think he 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 may really want to be here. I know when the tweet came out earlier from a Wizards account and uh, it said his trade value is going up, he was like, "Oh, you really want to trade me?" So I think he does like it here. Yeah, but I, I think he knows if he clearly if he wants to win or go back to the playoffs, he has to do it somewhere else because it's not going to happen. Probably it's not going to happen here next year or maybe even the year after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think. And I think, like like you said as well, his value is not really going to go up. I think right now it, it yeah. kind of is what it is. It was actually going down. Like last the last couple of weeks, the last couple of weeks of Wes being here, his body language was not good. It looked like he didn't want to be here. The shot selection was bad. So I thought I was like, man, we might have to sit him down because you know his trade value is going down because he's yeah. not playing well. You know he's you know shooting like ten for, or really like five for twenty and putting the numbers like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think they, I think honestly, I love Kuz. I, I really appreciate his services here. And, you know, he's been a good leader and, you know, he's had some really, really good games uh, for the Wizards, been a nice guy and all that good to the media and all that good stuff like that. But, um, yeah, if they, the best thing for them to rebuild and improve the team and stockpile assets, they have to take advantage of this because with Bradley Bill, you only got seconds Yeah. with, of course, Monte, you weren't going to get much, but Porzingis, you ended up getting, 
Tyus back in a second. Like they just have not been able to get a first. And the Jordan Poole trade is a 2030 first is protected. And then now you got Jordan Poole back, who you really won't get much for at all at this point. Like you, he just has zero value. So you have to capital. And the whole reason why they even brought Kuzma back was to get a first round pick. A lot yeah. of people were up in arms about even bringing him back, you know. And I was like, you got to play chess, not checkers. Yeah, you got to bring somebody back for salary reasons for one thing, and then another thing you have to bring them back for asset management so you can flip them and get a first round pick. So this is their opportunity to get a first. I don't see them getting two seconds, but holding on to him, I don't really see the point in that either because, like you said, his his value is not going to go up any more than what it is. But if he really wants to stay, I get it. That's nice and all. Um, I think he likes it here. Like <laughs> you said, they they they've they've catered to him, you know, with yeah. the hat. The bobbleheads, the fashion show in the beginning of the year that a lot of people were up in arms about. That was clearly because of Kuzma with all the fashion stuff. So they've done a lot of stuff for Kuz. And I think they've done a lot of things to kind of like, you know, make him feel good that he's here, make him feel comfortable and whatnot and different stuff like that. So, of course, he's loving D.C. He said he likes D.C. because it's like not far from it's not too far from New York and. You know, if he wants to do the fashion thing, he can travel very quickly. So he's really he really likes it here. I do believe that. I do believe that he really likes the fans and stuff like that. But uh yeah, it's a business. So um I, I do think they move him. You know, the, the Mavericks are clearly interested, the Kings are clearly interested. There's a yeah. lot of teams that are looking for Kyle. There was a report that came out today that they're looking for a four man that can shoot the ball and defend and yep. he kind of defend he kind of he kind of fits that bill i think he would re- i think he would really fit well next to to luca and Kyrie and, and that mavericks team. i think he would be pretty good on that team so um but we'll just he's trustworthy man he's not making this up you yeah. know this is real stuff that's coming up from him so it's interesting and um this could be a smoke screen though and uh, also also the article says that they're not trying to trade malcolm brogdon in portland kyle kuzma in washington they're not trying to trade him. He's happy. They love Kyle Kuzma. He really likes the organization. So, yeah, I mean, we're just doubling down on this. So I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what happens. But for the better of this organization, yes, they need to. If, if somebody's giving up a first or I'm not going to say two firsts, but if they're giving up a first and a, and a couple of young prospects, you have to jump on the deal. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I get it. He likes it here, man. And I like to hear that. You know, I like people to want to be here because um, a lot of people don't want to come here in free agency. Yeah, so he, he took that, you know, he definitely took a chance to come here. So I get that. So here's my thing. Like I said, I definitely believe they need to move him, but I'm also a fan. So I'm going to say this. If he stays, he's got to change his game because no matter what, in the second half of the season, it's about evaluating young guys. And I fully expect to see Denny and Blount start lineup in the second half of the year. So for them to be properly developed, he's got to bring those shot attempts down. He's got to find ways to get other people more more involved in the offense, man. You know, we cannot see 20, 25 attempts because you're taking attempts away from young guys. And that's, and that's where my focus is. My focus in the second half of the season is developing young talent. That's it. I, I care less about vets and all that. You know, I mean, I'm worried about because it's a rebuild, man. You got to start evaluating these young guys, see what you got. You know, so if he stays, he's got he's to change his game more to a guy who – wants to get other people involved. We cannot see him shooting 20, 25 times a game. We can't see that, man, because that's going to – is really going to slow down the development of these young guys. So, like I said, I'm a fan of him. He's, he, he likes it here. He gets a lot of love from the organization, a lot of love from the fan base. You know, I've enjoyed watching him grow as, as a man, as a player in D.C., and I would not be upset. But my biggest focus, man, as a fan, as an analyst, as somebody's sports franchise, 
we've got to get this rebuild rolling because if we're still building from the middle, we should have just kept the real deal in KP here. So we need to make some moves. We need to start evaluating and, and start moving this rebuild along, man, because it's starting to be a little stagnant. So, yeah, if he stays, I mean, like you said, Woj, man, that, those, those are words from a guy who gets a lot of respect in the industry, man. So, you know, when he says something, you definitely listen and, and there's some credibility to it. Absolutely. But, you know, if this is about not moving them or if this is a smoke screen, we'll see, man. It's going to be a crazy next couple of days, man, because you're going to see a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of this because right now GMs are playing chess. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of reports that will be conflicting. So uh, we'll, we'll know better, man. I mean, if he if he's still in Wizards uniform on the ninth, then we'll know. <laughs> you know, and if not, then, you know, hopefully he finds a place where he can challenge for a championship. And definitely thank you for your service in D.C. So that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. what I stand on. Yeah, I still got the Kyle Kuzma hat. From uh, the game last year, this is it right here. So oh, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll always remember him for that. You know, <laughs> yeah, man, I got I got a district Kyle Kuzma thirty three in the closet, man. So I mean, this this I got some love for the man, but it's just you know we got to get this rebuild wrong, man, or we should never we should never push that reset button. We've got to right. get serious about a rebuild. So um, we're gonna go ahead um, before we move on, man. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Better Help. So sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get at you, right? It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today, I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week. There's a lot going on in this world, right? You know, personally, you know, finances, and you know, a lot of things bother people, especially if you're a parent. Um, a lot of things going on in the world right now. So you might need somebody to talk to and better help is here for you. Therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team. Oh, yeah, right. And it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, get BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible, and suited to your schedule. Visit fan, oh, visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, all right, so moving on. Yes, sir. All right, well, I guess we can read one comment or um, let me see if there's any other reports for the trade deadline right here. Um, there's something about the line, right? But I guess we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the other teams that are interested in Tyus Jones, this was earlier that came out today. Tyus Jones is drawing in trade interest from the Magic, Spurs, Nets, Lakers, and Timberwolves. So there's a lot of teams. So it really could come down to a bidding war. I think, um, if another team really, really is hard pressed for Tyus. On a trade deadline, those last couple of hours, because the, the deadline uses at 2 p.m., so if it really is a bidding war, maybe, maybe, maybe you could get a first. Now, the Magic, um, the Spurs, I don't really see them being hard-pressed trading, like bidding like a first, because they're in rebuild yeah. mode themselves. 
the Magic are actually trying to make the playoffs. Um, let me see where they're ranked right now, uh, what their record is. But I know they have a good record. Markel Fultz, I don't uh, – is he even back yet? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he, he just uh, just came back. Okay, so he's back. So they have they have a couple of point guards, you know, Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz. Um, so they have a couple guards. They did not put the Sixers in that report. I know the Sixers have clearly been interested all year. Melton just came back. Patrick Beverly is yeah. is healthy too, but they they definitely want a, 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 an upgrade at the backup point guard position. The Lakers are they're always trying to trade for somebody. LeBron is always trying to make a trade, and then the Timberwolves already offered four second round picks. So, you know that's kind of like the standard there. So maybe another team may offer more than four second round picks. Um, we've seen teams trade five second round picks for guys as well. Um, you know, yeah. so that, that still could be, um, something that happens. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Tyus. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at Orlando right now, 27 to 23, they're seventh in the East. Mm-hmm. So they could definitely use a boost because if you look at the teams after them, I mean, the heat definitely a threat, but the bulls and the Hawks, they're ninth and 10th. In the plan, and I don't see them really making any noise, man. I mean, even if they make the plan, they're probably not gonna make the eighth or the seventh spot. Um, so yeah, they can definitely need a boost, man, because they're only a game and they are a half a game away from the Pacers, so they can use a boost. So look at Orlando, man. I mean, I'll take one of their guards, I mean, I'll take Cole Anthony or Marco Falls mm-hmm. easy. Um, so but we have options, man. It's, it's gonna be a heck of a deadline. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, just you know, like I said, a lot of conflict in reports. I mean. Kuzma, I, I do, I can't see that as a 50 50 of being traded. I can see him staying too. Um, but Tyus, I think, is gone. Shamit has to be gone just for the sake of, you know, freeing up minutes for some of these young guys, especially Johnny Davis, man. He's been a hot topic. Um, so, yeah, we have, we have options, but we definitely have to move on from these vets, man. We got to start this rebuild because we can't waste any more time, you know, because time, like I said, you know, with, with the potential moves going on in the future with this organization, it behooves them to start trying to develop, a, you know, a team right now. Because you can't move to the you can't move to the, the Northern Virginia man and have a team that's <laughs> a lottery team man they ain't paying the bills man so you best believe with a move like that which I don't think is guaranteed which that's a whole another video but um, whether they stay in DC or move to Virginia it behooves them rather sooner than later to try to put a winning product on the floor so and that comes along with starting a rebuild so yeah it's gonna it's gonna be interesting but yeah looking at the Lakers man I, I feel like every year he. Everybody's like getting together trying to find out how they can try to win LeBron another championship. Right, like they do it every year. Like, oh, we gotta we gotta go make moves. It's like, bro, like if you're that good, you didn't have to make moves. Like you need you just need to get better. Like, I mean, right. I ain't trying to go way back, man. But under Jordan and and uh Kobe, I didn't see everybody trying to get together, trying to find them re- reinforcements every year. So anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's where I'm at, man. I, I think we have a lot of flexibility to kind of sit back and get the best deal we can get. And I think that's what they're going to do. So I have all the, I have all the confidence in the world in this front office. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, tomorrow we're going to tap into some of the comments we didn't get to read from last night. And then there probably will be some more trade news. We'll try to come up with a couple yeah. of scenarios. We will be on Bleacher Report tomorrow at 1 o'clock Eastern time. So check us out there on uh, the Bleacher Report Wizards. We will be live. So you guys definitely comment some uh, trade scenarios and some trades that you guys want to see the wizards make. We want to thank you guys for listening and uh, make sure you guys hit that notification bell. Hell to the wizards. Peace.
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.